The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything that you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe's features like available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads, ensure that you can take on any adventure. Available H-Track all-wheel drive so you can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud. Standard third-row seating so your whole family can experience the thrill together. Available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors with a dead phone. I've been so pumped to take a couple of friends with our road bikes to some of the trails nearby, and now I can bring the entire crew, my dog, and all of our gear with that third row. Learn more about the new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, let's move around. Some quick updates and news from around the league. Um, so the Sixers and Celtics played last night because this is coming out Tuesday. I haven't seen the game yet, but I can just I can just already know what's going to happen. The line is Celtics by 9.5, and, and I would not take the Sixers plus 9.5. I'll tell you that. No Embiid indefinitely. He hasn't even started doing physical activity, has not done any drills, has only been doing light stretching. Shams Shams said that it was even more severe than initially thought. He has gotten PRP, uh, that is platelet-rich, plasma-rich, plasma-rich replacement therapy, I believe it's what it's called. It's a big-ass needle where they take your blood out of you and then they put it back in you after they spun it around in some sort of machine. Apparently, it feels terrible. It's one of the thickest needles my friend has ever shown me who has gotten. Kobe used to go to Germany to get PRP on his old-ass knees back in the day. It's not good. We'll just say that. In the middle of the playoffs, not good. And if there's no Embiid, then what are we even talking about? If there's no Embiid in this series, what are we even saying? We're saying nothing. There's no, it's done. It's a wrap. It's a coast for the Boston Celtics. We thought that the Milwaukee Bucks had the easier path to the Eastern Conference Finals. Turns out, that was a lie. Turns out, avoiding Jimmy Butler, what you want to do. The only possibility for the Sixers to win this series, or at least compete in this series, is if James Harden turns back time like Cher and is the Houston Rockets version of James Harden when he was an MVP putting up 50. In the regular, he's not just got to be James Harden in Houston. He's got to be regular season James Harden in Houston because God knows that James Harden has never been a good playoff player. And Tyrese Maxey has to be a version of himself we have only seen in, in glimpses. Just to compete unless the question, there's one little factor that, could possibly put a wrench in Boston's plans, and his name is Bible Thumpin' Joe Missoula. One of the worst clutch time play callers I've ever seen. 
definitely surprised that he's the head coach of the Boston Celtics. But honestly, it might not even come into play because this thing might be a blowout until they figure out a way to put Joel Embiid's lifeless body back onto the court. Moving forward on the Knicks Heat series that already looks shaky without Julius Randle. Another player that has gone down with an injury. Uh, and I tell you what, he had played really well against the Heat for the regular season. He was missed. They looked Knicks looked really good in the first half. They were blowing out the Heat. And then what happened? Heat did Heat things. And it wasn't even close in the second half. Heat blew the Knicks out in the garden. Night-night, sleep mask. One little wrinkle, Jimmy Butler turned his ankle. Apparently it was the size of a baseball. Yeah, not, not great. He'll play, I'm sure. He's questionable for game two. But without Jimmy, this is a G League team. No, no shade on Max Drews or Gabe Vincent or fat-ass Kyle Lowry, who's reemerged from the crypt as well. Uh, but the playoffs reminds us never count out Eric Spolstra. As for the next, Julius Randle, still day-to-day. Tibbs says that he's not limping, but he hasn't done anything on the court other than shooting on Friday. That sounds like he's probably not coming back uh, for a game or two. Out west, Denver is about to, to dethrone the Suns, aren't they? It did not look good. It did, it did not look like a good, fun situation for Phoenix. The Hoop Collective boys, Windhorse and all them, said that Denver is playing as well as they have since midseason, and I think that's right. Jamal Murray is playing like bubble Jamal Murray. Jokic is playing like a two-time MVP. And here's a fun stat. In the last seven years, the Nuggets are 18-3 and three against the Suns when Jamal Murray plays. They are 1-8 and eight without him. Remember, that was Suns and four. They were the ones that were the victims of Suns and four. The most concerning thing, though, about the Suns is their role players. They just they don't have that math to math up with the Nuggets, on top of the fact that DeAndre Ayton, my guy, who called himself Dominatin, is complacent as hell, does not look interested in playing basketball under the rim at the moment. There's a viral clip of him standing around watching Jokic get multiple offensive rebounds and putbacks, just just watching, just like, hey, shit looks fun as hell. This is a good game. He's got to figure that out. He's got to be more involved if they're going to compete. And uh, speaking of the Suns, real quick little funny story about Kevin Durant. Jeff Green dropped a, a fascinating factoid following game one at the presser. He said, because Katie and him played together uh, in Seattle when there was a team there, and they became super close. And Green said this, Kevin Durant has been lying about his height this whole time. He's actually not 6'11". He's not 7 feet. He's 7 foot 1, Kevin Durant. He's just been just been underestimating his height this whole time and nobody's ever thought to break out a ruler and be like, "Hey, you look taller than 6'11". Like there's just I know you're skinny, but you look taller than 7 feet to me. And if you think about it, that's pretty on brand for KD. Like, "Ah, oh, no, nah, I'm like 6'10". Maybe he's more like Chet Holmgren than we thought. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. 
on your happy price, price line. Uh, and then the Mavericks, we haven't really talked about them much, other than the fact that they uh, got a fine for tanking. Tim Cato dropped an uh, article about them that gives some insight into what they're going to do in the offseason. Their number one priority is to sign, re-sign Kyrie, of course. And now the Lakers, which is an interesting little nugget of information, the Lakers are no longer interested in signing Kyrie Irving, even though Kyrie Irving has been showing up at every game behind the bench, doing his best maybe pay me impression that you could ask for. He was at the Laker-Memphis game. He was at the Sacramento Kings game versus uh, the Warriors. Who is he trying to play for in that little duo? But I think Kyrie's real opportunity to get a max deal is probably Dallas. Looks like also Dallas is not interested in keeping Christian Wood, so they had to pay a first-round pick for him to be there for like one year. Sources are saying that he's no longer in their future plans. JaVale McGee, no longer in their future plans. Uh, Maxi Kleber, probably not in their future plans. And Dwight Powell, even though they like him a lot, they might not uh, keep him. They're also looking to move Tim Hardaway. It kind of sounds like an everything-must-go sale, if I'm honest. Um, going to be really hard to move Tim Hardaway because he gets paid a lot of money and you know how hard it is to move assets that are not as valuable as you're paying them. Their focus is DeAndre Dominaton, which I don't know if necessarily is going to be a great situation for them considering I just told you his lack of interest in playing defense is quite evident in the playoffs. Uh, Chris Middleton, who has had a swollen knee since 2012, uh, on and off. And uh, yeah, the Mavs are cooked. Probably Luke is gone. If they don't make a move to at least show good faith, Luke is probably asking out next year. Uh, moving on to Memphis. Memphis, uh, boy, was that embarrassing. And both the stars, well, both the players who've been popping off at the mouth, John Morant and Dylan Brooks, both skipping out right after the game ends to miss media availability? That's some punk shit. Uh, and now we have a slew of off-season interviews to fall back on. First, John Morant. They said, hey, um... How about that, you're good in the West comment? How about that? And he says he didn't regret saying it. How do you fix this? According to Jaw, less trash talking. Friend of show DeMichael Cole reported that Jaw has pledged to be more humble and do less trash talking. If I do that, then the rest of the team will follow. Sounds like Jaw knows what we all knew. Everybody has a target on them, given the fact that they are fucking annoying and they have too much shit to say and they have accomplished nothing. Are the Grizzlies the Grizzlies if they don't have that unabashed swagger? A quiet John Morant. I don't know what that will mean moving forward. I think that they should double down and be NBA, the NBA's villains. Don't know if that's going to make them a better team. Uh, Dylan Brooks and his poke the bear comments probably got him a one-way ticket out of Memphis. He's probably not going to be re-signed. Taylor, Taylor Jenkins and Zach Kleiman both said that self-created distractions hurt the Grizzlies in the playoffs. Uh, looks like Dylan Brooks probably out of there. One thing's for sure. GM Zach Kleiman says that the Grizz are going to be active, 100% active on the trade market. That means probably going after Mikael Bridges, probably going after OG Ananobi, probably going after Pascal Siakam, all the guys that are available most likely for the right price. That's all the time that we have for the Heat Check. We'll be back Friday with an all-new episode covering the second-round series. I hope they're all as exciting as Kings Warriors were in the first round. Do not forget to download, subscribe, tell your friends, every single one of them. I mean it. Brandon, I mean it. Follow us on social at This Heat Check and at Trista Crick on TikTok. 
because the heat check never sleeps, not even during the playoffs.